This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tim, you... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Tom... Tim, it's a very simple show. It's a simple concept. Uh, you might notice, Tom, I'm not at 100%. Yeah. Uh, I had some drinks last night. Uh-huh. I'm not hungover. Right. But I feel bad <laughs> I, because not, I, I think, drink. I'm not hungover. I think I'm dying. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I'm not sure if this rises to hungover mm-hmm. territory. Yeah. But uh, my brain is foggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my body hurts, and I just want to go to sleep. Yeah, I, I that happens to me often nowadays, where I feel like I've 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 finally learned at my age the point where I I need to stop drinking because I'll have like an awful headache for two days. Right. But I haven't figured out the the point where I I well I think I have figured it out, and it's like after two beers <laughs> where I'll uh, feel it the next day. Yeah, and again, I don't feel, oh, God, I got to yeah. get me yeah, a big Mac. You don't feel 100%. You're like, calling me Tim. Yeah, and it feels like somebody drained 50% of the blood out of my body. <laughs> uh, you weren't at a vampire bar or something like that, were you? Uh, you there was that... a lot of black velvet around. Oh, you weren't at uh, that uh, uh, bordello from Bordello of Blood, were you? I wish I was at that bordello. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Dennis Miller would be there. Yeah. Uh, Wisecracking. Sl- slinging quips. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be looking at vampires' boobs. <laughs> Tom, uh, we had a wild week last week, um, yeah. a complete guide to everything. We had Christine here, friend of the show, answering questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, good feedback, good mm-hmm. feedback. Um, better feedback than when we host without her. <laughs> well, when we a little host, hurtful. When we host without her, uh, no feedback's necessary. A- yeah, everybody a- a knows. A plus, 100%. Yeah. Once again, you guys knocked it out of the park. Yeah, every time freaking, uh, I don't know, uh, who are we talking about here? Aerosmith uh, what? plays a show. Did uh-huh. the newspapers print another incredible show by Aerosmith? No, we know. We know that Aerosmith played an incredible show. I think last they night. do in Boston. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they they still cover it uh, when Aerosmith's on tour, uh, even when they're not playing in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. North Carolina, uh, Durham, the, North Carolina was yeah. rocked last night. Yeah, by well, Love the, and the people of Boston uh, like to hear how their hometown heroes are doing out there mm-hmm. on the road. Tom, mm-hmm. this makes me think of uh, one thing that leads to another thing. Yeah. Number one, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just I'm going to give you my train of thought here. Okay. Aerosmith uh-huh. going on their farewell tour. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and the, the I think the tagline is like, you think we're kidding? Dream on. Oh, okay. And they're serious like, about Yeah, it. like the HBO show. Yeah, exactly. And then- uh, fans of that. <laughs> I, I bet Steven watch. Tyler watched them, Brian watch in the tour and, bus. Yeah. Uh, this makes me think of the announcement, I believe today- Mm-hmm. Uh, harrowing news, Tom. Billy Joel mm-hmm. will be playing his last oh, no. show of his Madison Square Garden residency, I think, like sometime next year. But he's going to stop at 150 shows. Okay. 
so then that that's when we can start and uh, unseat his uh, chair. Now we know uh, where we have to hit. 150 yeah. shows, no problem. It's a lot easier to achieve a goal. Mm-hmm. When, when you it, know what it is, exactly. you can see it. Yeah, then we'll get started, and now we yeah. can we now we can tackle it with the right with the right plan. We, we've got our goal in mind to beat Billy Joel once and for all. Uh, is he retiring? He's also selling his uh-huh. house on Long Island. Yeah, I, I did see that. Which has <laughs> that, that they do cover in the, <laughs> in the <laughs> but, New yeah. York newspapers. Um, it kind of seems like he's retiring a little yeah. bit. He's moving to. They say he's primarily going to live in Florida. They they said he's moving out. Uh yeah well I mean he's from Long Island he has to go retire in Florida that's the law you don't have to do that when you have uh, hundreds <laughs> of millions of dollars I know his brother in law stole some of it yeah yeah but, but that he, was before he, the hundred and fifty uh, yeah. show run at Madison yeah I'm Square sure Garden. he makes a few bucks from all those shows mm. um yeah you don't have to move to Florida Billy Joel you can just get a house in Florida yeah you can get a house somewhere else it might not have a bowling alley like the one on Long Island. Yeah, well, uh, I think in Florida, you know, some areas of Florida, you don't have basements because of the flooding. Right. Was a bowling alley in the basement? No, I think it was a Wow, an upstairs bowling alley. Yeah. It's on the third floor. (laughs) (laughs) You could hear it all throughout the house. That's why he's moving, actually. (laughs) This bowling is driving me crazy. Public bowling alley, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, Well, uh, you're asking for trouble, then. Priced right, too, Tom. Yeah? Still reasonable prices. Okay. You can bring a date there on a Friday night. Oh, yeah. Did you ever go bowling with your fiance? Uh, Yeah, sure. I have been bowling, not just the two of us. Yeah. But uh, we went to uh, uh, Paul McKenna's uh, birthday party. That was at a bowling alley. That's true. Yeah. Well, and and she she doesn't think any less of me. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go bowling on a on a romantic date with my wife. Yeah, you can make it happen. Yeah, do it before BJ moves down south, though. Yeah. <sighs> Tom, mm-hmm. you want to get right into it? Tim, let's get into it. Cause look, we 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 were we made a solemn vow that we were going to cover all the big summer movie releases coming out this summer. And then uh, we thought we foolishly thought we could do it in one episode, right? We didn't, and then we were like, "Well, surely two will be yeah. enough." No, and uh, the second one was so uh, draining mm-hmm. that that we had to take <laughs> we a had break, to take with a week <laughs> off. <laughs> Christine, yeah, pull pull an episode from the vault. That episode was recorded uh, seventeen years ago. <laughs> oddly enough, it, if uh, anybody noticed, it's if it sounded kind of like scratchy and uh, and we sounded so youthful, mm-hmm. it didn't sound like somebody drained a bunch of our blood. <laughs> I am curious. Do you uh, get more blood or like you get less blood as you age, right? No, I think you have the same amount of blood all not all the time. Uh, not not when you're a look baby. Look at a very old man. You think that guy's got as much blood as you and I? Well, it's not like the blood is going somewhere unless they're like you think getting it's the cut same a lot. Blood day day in and day out in your body. You think you have the same blood that you so had when you were a baby? You think an old man doesn't make as much blood and just has less blood? Yes. Because I don't think, I think your body always has kind of the same amount of blood in it. <laughs> you, you know, like we should ask a doctor or a registered <laughs> nurse or something or a physician's assistant when they go, sometimes I bet you go to draw blood from an old person, you just go, you hit a vein, it goes, <laughs> <laughs> just dust fills yeah. up the syringe. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, um, I like a, after vein. they take my blood for a test. I like to say, uh, "I'm gonna get that back, right?" Yeah, it's good. Yeah, give me that back. And then uh, when they laugh, you I get real in- mad. No, uh, I want it back in my body, not a not a vampire. This thing. one uh, physician's assistant mm-hmm. um, was. Uh, she kept making the same joke, or she, not even. It wasn't even a joke. I don't think she would even call it a joke. But she was just like, "Hey, okay, <laughs> we're just gonna do this." <laughs> it, was, it was it was inappropriate for a doctor. It's like office. the second time she's going through. It's like I I know yeah. the setup, but she was heightening line. it. Like right. it was, like I knew getting... it's eventually gonna wind up with the irrit, but she was making it grosser, oh, more wow. scatological. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, she's probably got a good uh, idea of anatomy and everything yeah oh yeah she was putting that that degree to good use yeah i don't know she just kept saying like yeah before you get out of here i'm gonna steal some blood from you <laughs> oh that's what she said yeah oh but that like, is uh, suspicious yeah. that was the joke wow yeah and she said it numerous times and she's like all right well, well just take your height okay do you get this at your checkups mm-hmm. uh your your uh yearly physicals i don't I, think I they take my height anymore i get annual physicals no they don't take my height. they ask <laughs> me my height which is like yeah. why do you i've been here a few years like uh, and you say six five yeah um but then uh and she rolls her eyes. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to have to steal some blood from you. Um, <laughs> and uh, all they really do is just like ask me if I'm okay and then take some blood. Uh-huh. Is that what that is? Um, yeah, I think at my physicals. They're like, you good? And I'm just like, yeah, I think so. And they're like, okay. You steal some blood from me and we're going to get you Yeah, out of yeah, here. it's blood. You know, they, they'll check your blood pressure. Yeah. They'll, they'll listen to your ticker a little bit. Yeah. But other than that, I think they kind of rely on you to to tell them, like, you know, if anything's going on, anything mm. feels off, anything you're concerned about. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What do you expect? I don't trust do? myself. Like, you, you know, want like, like a whole body X-ray done? I'm paying a lot for this, Tom. Yeah. Well, isn't it free with uh, health insurance? Like one one year. Not of this checkup? place. Wow. Well, it should be if they're stealing your blood. Yeah, but they're also telling me the aristocrats. <laughs> Um, blood comes from bones. Am I getting this right? That's where blood comes from. Tom, we're gonna get letters. How do you? I, where does more blood get made? Marrow. That's what I think. But yeah. how does it get out of the bones? I don't. I think we've been misled a little <laughs> bit about bones. In what way? I don't disagree. But in, <laughs> I don't think they're as hard as we've been led to believe we're not hard i think they're might they might be more porous than like mm. i think of a bone as like a rock right i don't think that's that's accurate yeah i mean you think about well you're a vegetarian so you don't see like animal bones very often but like yeah you know you're eating like chicken wings or something it's like eh, these are uh... i can see how blood could come out of this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> squeeze out of that yeah uh, all right. So that's uh, how does your body know if you need more blood or less blood, and what does it do if you need less? I mean, I don't know. Ask an old man. Yeah. Well, yeah, you might be like, uh, trust me, when you need more blood, your body tells you. <laughs> My body's been telling me for for thirty years. <laughs> that lady, uh, yeah, uh, that guy goes in there. So I'm gonna steal some blood for you. He's like, please don't. <laughs> no, I don't have any to spare. <laughs> the other nurse already stole my watch. <laughs> uh, telling stories, you old man. <laughs> you weren't wearing a watch when you came in here. <laughs> 
Sure I was. Food. It was given to me by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> Summer movies. Summer Hooray movies. For Hollywood. Part three. Well, Tim, we we did we only cover two movies last week or uh, two weeks ago. But yeah. I, I, we we stopped right before some of the biggest bangers uh, coming out this summer. Tom, can we make a pact? Mm-hmm. If we don't finish this list this week, <laughs> we'll just stop. No, we're going to oh, keep we'll going keep as going. long as it takes. All right, I think we can get through this list. Uh, but let's start with uh, with with a certified banger, even before it comes out. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. In theaters July 12th. Yeah. Uh, or I think it's Dead Reckoning Part 1. Is that the official yeah, title? Yeah, because it's the first of a two-parter. Yeah. As it's, yeah. Well, Alright, what is this? Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes from? description. Uh, so it says, am I Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning? And it says, the first of a two-parter, as its title indicates... Yeah, but I think I didn't copy oh, it right. That's why it. I think right. it might be Dead Reckoning Part 1. The latest installment of the Mission Impossible franchise sees the return of the IMF team led by Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt. We don't know much about the film's premise or the nature of this particular impossible mission, but you'll definitely see Tom Cruise ride a motorcycle off a cliff in it. Yeah, we don't know a lot about the film's premise because they're still writing it right now. <laughs> it's going to be told through... Uh, ADR <laughs> while, while characters' backs are turned to the camera. Why do they make the Mission Impossible movies that way? They're like, well, we better get started on these stunts. No time to think of the story first. And then we'll figure out how to link all these stunts together. Yeah, and especially like the the stories in the Mission Impossible movies, like I would like to sit down and like take notes one day because they're not complicated stories but they are complicated enough so that i think like you don't follow it and yeah re- and realize like oh wait a minute if that's the case why didn't the guy just yeah. say something <laughs> or why didn't he just go to this place in the first place yeah i think we uh i think everybody just has a tacit understanding mm-hmm. and an agreement that we're all going to go into this and just be like there's gonna be a plot, and they're gonna like be like, "Oh, there's twists and turns," but we just want to see yeah. Tom Cruise like hang off the side of an airplane. And stuff. Yeah, and the you know the movie theaters aren't gonna sell tickets to just like a forty five minute stunt show. <laughs> I mean, I would love it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great, especially if they they charge less. It'd be cheaper to make the movies. Uh, it'd be great. Um, Tom Cruise really pulled off uh, an amazing feat, huh? Yeah. Uh, He's so beloved, uh, despite all the unpleasantness. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, I'll see occasionally people who are like, uh, like, they they must keep all this from Tom Cruise. He doesn't know how bad they are. It's like Tom Cruise is number two at Scientology. He is way way up there. They gave him a like souped up motorcycle and everything. Several. But he's like best friends with David Miscavige. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm sure the boring stuff he doesn't get involved in. But uh, I, and he's also like a control freak. So there's no way he's part of this organization and doesn't and is like, oh, but you can keep stuff from me. Keep me in the dark about things. <laughs> yeah, the thing that like. And like he doesn't know that everybody's talking about <laughs> he's, it. Too. He's in the movie industry, and he's like, I have to see every movie before it comes out. <laughs> 
Uh, he's an odd man. Yeah. Um, but he's determined to die on film, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'll be I, there. I think he doesn't think he can die. I. And he might be right. Yeah. There's no proof that Tom Cruise can die. Yeah. Um, I was reading. Yeah, we we talked about uh two weeks ago the Flash movie, and I was mentioning how there's uh. Like all these random people coming out and uh, saying like, ah, I got to see uh, an advanced screening of The Flash. Wow, what a movie. And Tom Cruise is one of the people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not even like the same studio that puts out uh, uh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Like it, just kind of weird. Um, but then I read that apparently this that whole like all and like Stephen King saw it the other day I was like why why is Stephen King tweeting about the flash uh and people were pointing out there like Stephen King doesn't tweet about all the movies that are made out of his stuff but but here he is tweeting about the flash a lot of stuff that's true I should Um, take away his uh Twitter account his family his family should yeah Uh, I, I think Elon Musk was trying to no, he wanted him to. He gave him the blue check mark. Yeah, but uh, he tried to make him pay the eight dollars first. Oh, yeah, it's like all right, I'll pay it. Um, but uh, I read that apparently the reason why all these celebrities and stuff are being shown this movie and talking about it is that they're doing this in lieu of Ezra Miller having to do a press tour ah. because they know. Like we can't have Ezra Miller go on these talk shows. Like all he, all they're going to be asked about is all the crazy stuff that they've been all accused the crimes. of. Yeah, all the crimes that they've yeah. been charged with. Uh, so they know they can't do that. Uh, although I would think they could uh, get uh, Michael Keaton to go out, and uh, and maybe Michael he will Keaton. later in the. Michael Keaton will mm-hmm. be like, I didn't see the thing, but uh... <laughs> yeah. But they'll they'll pay him and he'll go out and and say yeah it's great, yeah. Maybe um, Michael Keaton is past that point. I don't know. He he made a cameo in the Morbius movie. Tim, Tom, I saw the commercial mm-hmm. for Batman. Uh, nope, the Flash. Right with you Batman. Know, yeah, two you, Batmans. Ben Affleck's in this movie. Yeah. Tom. Ben. Not only is Ben Affleck. Nobody in the told movie. me Ben Affleck was was gonna be yeah. back. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe the last time we get to see Batfleck. Uh, not only is he back, Tim, you can't really see it in the commercial because, uh, you know, everything's moving so fast, but he's wearing a uh, gray and blue Batman suit, like uh, uh, like the cartoon Batman. Oh, yeah. That's very exciting. You're very much into the costume choices. Yeah, I'm very much into the costume choices, uh, Tim. Well... How do we get back to the flesh? We're talking about uh, oh. Mission Impossible. Well, I was just I was just talking about marketing and how they're doing oh, yeah. uh, marketing for this thing. You trick me into talking about comic book <laughs> movies all the time. But I don't know if they're just like straight up, hey, Tom Cruise, we'll we'll pay you to tweet about how good the Flash is, or if it's a, hey, you I mean, do us a favor, thing. we'll do you a favor. Remember that lady that got nominated for an Oscar because like. Uh, uh, everybody oh, felt bad. Everybody was like, "This was a tour de force, or whatever." This no. this last, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> wait, what was I? No, now I'm genuinely curious. Uh, what was her name? She was uh, see people who in the know uh-huh. here. I don't. Even, they had to make a new rule. Uh, <laughs> they had to get Bill Maher in to the Oscars and do a new rule. <laughs> oh wow. About how you can campaign because there was uh, a woman I forget her name, mm-hmm. Riseborough, Andrea Riseborough or okay. something. Yeah. She was in a movie um, 
She's in an, in an indie movie, mm-hmm. um, and like not a lot of people saw it. I think yeah. Mark Maron was in it. I hear he gave a good performance in it. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. Yeah, yeah, um, he is a decent actor. Uh, and uh, then suddenly all these uh, big stars started mm-hmm. tweeting like, Andrea Riseborough in, I wish I knew the name of the yeah. movie, uh, is a tour de force, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. like, uh, this is an under, and like right before like oh, Oscar, Oscar nominations yeah. were coming out mm-hmm. um, or being decided. Um, and then somebody like people realized like, oh, these aren't all using like the same language. <laughs> right. Like, like literally like these. And it turns out like her agency was getting other agency clients to do this and like mm-hmm. got enough buzz yeah. through that that uh, she got an that, Oscar hey, nomination. Hey, we're talking about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I said her name, which I'm like, Sixty <laughs> percent sure I got it right, um, but, but how did that happen? Like, how did her agency get so behind her? Like, was she, you know, somebody's niece or something? No, and, I mean they represent her. They want, but how'd they get all these other big, bigger names? Because they're also clients of that agency. Yeah, but why don't they say, "Hey, uh, Andrea Rice fellow, why don't we, uh, uh, you know, we gotta try and get Tom Cruise an Oscar." This year, we don't. We, you know, unfortunately, we don't have uh, time to promote you for an Oscar. Well, they didn't. They chose her. That's what I'm saying. How'd they choose her? Because she gave Who a good performance know? in the movie. Who her she agent. Know? She what, knows her agent. What, whose palms did she grease? I don't know. She's greasing Man, some palms. This is the way Hollywood works, man. Tom, I'm so glad you're here to tell me how Hollywood works. <laughs> Tim. Boy, huh, I could see you right now getting off the uh, getting uh, off the bus on Sunset so Boulevard, <laughs> getting taken in by the first uh, uh, kindly face you see. Unbelievable. Uh, so yeah, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. E- have you watched a trailer for this one? Uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. This is this is my problem with the. With... <laughs> I don't think I may have, or I I may be thinking of another Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what happens in each one, mm. um, but um, I'm a little bit again like so they already released like a lengthy behind the scenes yeah. featurette mm-hmm. about this one motorcycle stunt. Yeah, which I. The, the, like a movie this movie isn't a movie mm-hmm. right like yeah, if you go and see the movie in the theater mm-hmm. that's not like the full experience is that and then being like and if you watch the behind the scenes stuff you'll see that they actually practically did this and, yeah. blah, and like to me it's just like can't something just be contained do we have to watch all these and so it's like when you watch a show on hbo and the the episode's over and then it's like now we're gonna have five minutes of all the actors and the director and writer explaining what just happened yeah i love that why don't you just watch the episode and know all that stuff i know but i still like to hear the people who are involved with their take on it put it in a different section don't put it right on in the same fine it's after the credits the same Uh. file (laughs) um yeah, I do agree because I I that's why I asked if you had seen the actual trailer because uh I I watched it the other day and and of course I had watched that it was like a 12 minute behind the scenes yeah. of how they did that stunt. Um and for anybody who hasn't seen this this 12 minute sequence, they built this huge ramp off like a cliff. Um 
and he rode a dirt bike, it seemed like, or a motorcycle, uh, very fast. The one David Miscavige gave him. <laughs> oh, he'd be mad then, Tim, because I don't think they got that motorcycle back. Because mm. uh, he drives it right off the ramp, and you go, oh, no, he Ethan ran out Hunt, of road. What are you doing? Yeah. But guess what? He's got a parachute on his back, and he pulls the parachute. I understand, and that's thrilling, by the way, right? Yes. I understand why they want to do that, though, mm-hmm. because like, if this movie came out in like 1986, you'd be like, well, the only way that they could have possibly right. done that is if he did that. Yeah. But, you know, there's so much, Tom, I don't know if you know, there's computer trickery in movies. It's what? really getting but, good. But that's what I was going to say. When you watch the actual trailer, He's not jumping off a ramp. He's jumping off a cliff. Like they right. use CGI to Take replace the ramp, the ramp yeah. and make it just look like a cliff, which I feel like is like, well, then you you could do the whole thing in CGI. Like, do if you're gonna do it practically, try and do everything practically. Uh, build not... build a fake cliff or whatever. Right. But also, I feel like in the trailer, because I, I watched a video that I think uh, showed like side by side. Like the behind the scenes, and then the the yeah. scene from the trailer. I think I could be wrong, but I think also you could see they like digitally added a parachute to his back. Like the parachute he had on, you couldn't really see. Okay, which you would think would be ideal. You would think of anything, they're gonna take that parachute out, and it's like, oh, he had this like little tiny Mission Impossible type. Yeah, uh, but parachute. it's got it's got a read on screen. Not people like, why well, isn't he falling to his death? Oh, is there a parachute there? I I well, the, he pulls the parachute like two seconds later, so you see it. I'm just saying, I it, all or nothing. I, and I go the same way. I've told throwing him, down the gauntlet. You hear that cruise all or nothing. <laughs> well, but I say the same thing about like uh, you know the the latest uh, Marvel movies and stuff. Where it's like uh, that last Ant Man movie. Eh, just make the whole thing CG. Yeah, <laughs> like it seems like it was just kind of a pain in the ass to like put green screened actors into this stuff. Eh, just make the whole thing CG. I'm kind of surprised we aren't at the point where. Uh, uh, like uh, superhero movies. I mean, I guess the new Spider-Verse movies coming out and that's all CG. I'm kind of surprised that there aren't more like that. And or and even just like realistic CG. Yeah, I mean, they want to do that, yeah. of course. Well, they should do it. Hey, read freaking Justine Bateman's uh, tweet <laughs> threads about how um, AI and uh, everything is going to take over um, and CGI. And like uh, CGI, CGI has taken over. Yeah, but how it's just like, hey, uh, actors are just going to start licensing their likeness. Yeah, and then uh, the hottest actor will be in four hundred movies a year. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, they're doing stuff like that already with like digital doubles, Mm -hmm. where uh, you know people who are who don't want to be Tom Cruise jumping out of an airplane. They go, oh, yeah, that's fine. Actually, we would prefer that you don't do that because if you get hurt, then we have to shut down the whole production. Right, but if some guy gets hurt. If some guy gets you know, chopped up by the helicopter yeah, blades, it doesn't uh, matter. Bury his uh, bones in the desert. <laughs> uh, because they can just very easily put 
that the actor's face uh, on the Yeah, no, persons. I know about the masks in, in the Mission Impossible <laughs> no, movie. Uh, no, there was a very realistic Wolf Blitzer mask that they used in the last one. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that incredibly... Do you incredibly... think Wolf Blitzer will be returning for the <laughs> Dead Reckoning? I forgot that there's, there's a scene in the last Mission Impossible where it's Tom Cruise, right? Wearing I an incredibly so. realistic uh, Wolf, Wolf Blitzer mask. Yeah, and this is how sucked in I got to this freaking movie. <laughs> I was like... Well, Wolf Blitzer wasn't actually in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they I remember getting on the like, they had to this license his likeness. I hate when journalists go in movies. Oh, like, me too. And like when I saw this, I was like, of course, freaking Wolf Blitzer, like yeah. the worst journalist on earth, too. And like, and then I was like, well, you know, no, he he didn't. It's not like Wolf Blitzer went to the set of the movie. <laughs> right, it was he a just guy licensed his face for them to make a mask. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty funny too. Uh, because Wolf Blitzer is super short. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that Tom Cruise wasn't like, find out who the tallest newsman is, and uh, that's who I'm going to be when, when he takes the mask who off. Who is the tallest newsman? Is Anderson Cooper tall? I bet he's like no, 6'1". I, no, I think he's like normal, like 5'10", 5'11", yeah. something like that. Mm. Well, I met Wolf Blitzer once. He's He was teeny. Yeah, yeah. I, put, I picked him up. I put him in my pocket. Yeah, I mean, he's on the verge of not having much blood in him, right? <laughs> Because like an older fella. Yeah. He's not that old. I think he's still probably got a regular amount of blood in him. Hmm. When when I met him, uh like my back was uh to him and and somebody came over and they're like, Tom, I'd like you to meet Wolf Blitzer. And I went, Oh <laughs> <laughs> thought, thought there was an actual yeah, wolf. An actual wolf. Yeah, and I turned around and I was like, What are you talking about? Nobody's here. He's like, Down here. Uh, oh, there he is. Little, gu- little guy all, is what man, I'm trying to a say. A little man. <laughs> uh, and uh, apparently a fantastic actor. Yeah, I mean, when you have one He tricked Tom you Cruise. into thinking he was Tom Cruise. <laughs> he really did. I wonder if he gets credited in the movie like uh, uh, Wolf Blitzer as Ethan Hunt. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Wolf Blitzer as Ethan Hunt. Who's that one guy from New York One? Uh, Pat Kiernan? Yeah, he's in He's a, in every single freaking yeah. movie. Anderson Cooper's in like every movie yeah. too. That should be illegal. Yeah, I hate when they do that. Yeah, it's confusing because then I think the movie's really happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just hate it because I, I think it's unprofessional for a news yeah. person to do. And not like these people are actual news people at this point. You don't think that Wolf Blitzer's like pounding the pit, like shoe leather, <laughs> showing up the places with the derby hat with the press card in it? No, I don't think so. I think he gets, uh, I don't know, put in like some little vault at the end of the night <laughs> in CNN headquarters. And then in the morning, you know, the, the custodian opens it up and takes him out, fills him up with blood for the day and sends him on his way. Thank you to Aura Frames for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. You know, Aura Frames is sponsoring not just this episode, but the entire HeadGum network, Jake. Wow. That's correct. I mean, this might be the GOAT Father's Day gift. I think it actually is. Yeah. Yeah, not just Father's Day, but for any uh, not-so-tech-savvy family member that you need a gift for soon, Mm -hmm. these digital photo frames might be the best of all time. Yeah. 
for me personally, these things are perfect. I'll tell you why. As you know, I am expecting yeah. uh, my first child. Uh -huh. We got one for Jill's parents. Oh, wow. We got one for Jill's grandma. Holy smokes. We got one for my parents. So there are three of these bad boys uh, in our family right now, but they are... They're great, really easy way to like stay in touch with your family. You can upload as many photos as you want directly into my parents' kitchen. It's really nice. Oh, that's cool. So you take a photo of anything, perhaps a baby, and then it goes to their digital photo yeah. frame. This is actually how we how we told Jill's grandma she was pregnant. We got her the aura frame. We plugged it in. Jill's grandma was pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> really nice, asshole. This was actually a really sweet moment for me and my wife. And you're trying to make a joke of it. Oh, I was just being goofy a little bit. Like, uh, this is how I told my grandma she was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like a, she misheard it or something like right. that. Or the way you said it was kind of like, could go either way. By the way, Jill's, Jill's grandma is pregnant. Oh, my God. Jill's grandma is 90 and pregnant. It's pretty cool. And you told me with a digital photo frame? Holy smokes. And we let her know with an aura. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. The aura announcement. <laughs> Uh, so you can instantly frame photos from any device anywhere and invite the whole family in on the fun through the Aura app. Mm -hmm. Add me to your Aura app. I'd love to upload just a picture of me like at a pool or something. That could be funny. Yeah, like your banana or your dog alongside pictures of my daughter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you can even preload photos and add a personal video message that will display as soon as your dad or anybody connects to the frame. Yeah, it's a great gift. A really, really iconic gift. And right now you can save on the perfect Father's Day gift and visit Aura Frames. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Mm -hmm. And our listeners can use code HEADGUM to get up to $30 off plus free shipping on the best-selling frames. There it is. Oh, wow. This is timely. The deal ends on June 18th, so don't wait. Terms and conditions apply. That's Aura Frames, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Okay, go get your parents something, all right? And use the code HEADGUM for $30 off, plus free shipping. Right on. Thank you, Aura. And now back to the HeadGum Podcast you were listening to. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, it's so easy to get caught up in what everybody else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need for yourself. I, I couldn't agree more, Tom. Yeah. Self-care, it's, it's got a name, and you got to do it because you got to take care of yourself. When all we do is spend our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. I know this better than anyone else. You, I'm a, I give and I give and I give. You probably feel completely helpless, Tim, but listen, therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Uh, Tim, we're both big proponents of therapy. We've said a million times. It's great. Uh, I would say too, you don't need, don't, don't necessarily wait until, uh, you got a big problem to go to therapy. Yeah. No, just for life maintenance. Yeah. It can, it can help prevent problems in the first place. Um, if you're thinking of trying therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. Tim, uh, the weekend at, no, not yes. No, 
Strong start to the second segment, Tom. <laughs> the week after the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is what I would argue is the biggest weekend of, of movies in, in the history? summer. history? Not in history, surely, but uh, uh, for, for this summer, maybe. Because July 21st, we have Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie. These are two separate movies. Oppenheimer. It's not one movie called Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie, we'll start with Tom. Yeah. Oscar nominee Greta Gerwig, uh, Mm -hmm. the ladybird herself. Mm hmm. Uh, well, no, well, she's not. No, she, the director of Lady yeah. Bird herself. Uh, directs this long in development adaptation of the iconic doll brand in this meta comedy about one particular Barbie, Margot Robbie, who ventures into the real world with Ken, played by Ryan Gosling. The, the goose! The goose. Uh, the goose is the Ken. The goose is loose. Uh, yeah, the goose is loose, being Ken. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. this is a. Movie that is incredibly hyped. Yeah. Um, and are we all gonna like pretend like, oh yeah, this lived up to all the expectations? <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, Little Women was good, and Little Greta Gerwig did that. The Lady Bird was good. Yeah, I, I mean, I've liked. Uh, I think everything she's done. Uh, and this, what I think is making people so interested in this movie is she's a very, like, uh, not odd, but, like, unexpected choice for... You would expect the Barbie movie to be directed by some first-time, like, director that nobody's ever heard of because it's like, yeah, it's it's to sell Barbies. Right, or some journeyman or something. Yeah, yeah, somebody who's been at the game. Not an auteur. Right. Uh, not somebody established herself to be. Yeah. And she's never done like a big, I I guess you could argue maybe little women's like a big brand. Yeah. But she's not done, uh, any kind of other adaptations that I'm aware of. Right. Uh, everything's been like pretty original, pretty indie. So for her to then be like, uh, you know, uh, working with Mattel to make, uh, to make something like this. Which which was interesting to people, but then I think when when the trailers came out and the posters and stuff, people saw like, oh shit! But it looks like what you would think a Barbie movie would look like. Right. So now it's very interesting to people. Yeah, I can see that it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I just also feel like it's like remember when like a band like U two mm-hmm. will be like, hey, we're gonna get meta and like we're gonna do the pop album. We're gonna yeah. be a pop band now, uh-huh. and everybody's just like. I wish you just. We're, we're did... gonna have uh, that song, "Lemon." Yeah, that's a Lemon. good song. I like that song. <laughs> uh, but uh, and uh, numb. Remember numb. I feel numb. Yeah. Um, it was a good album. It was good, but like, I like. It when was kind of like I don't know. It's like when I think Jewel did that at one point too, where she's mm-hmm. like, "I'm not a folk uh, artist yeah. anymore." I'm a pop star, and it's just like, oh, well, and who and who could forget Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines? Yeah. Uh, when are we gonna get the actual re-release of that uh, Chris Gaines record? You know, it's out of print. It's hard to find. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that, huh? I I would guess maybe never is the answer, because uh, he probably controls whether or not that uh, goes into uh, print again. Yeah. 
Um, I'm sure you can find the look, MP3s. I'm going to see the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. But like a movie mm-hmm. can only be so good. Right. And I feel like a lot of people's emotions are tied up in this being like a, a mind-blowing film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people are going to uh, just be like, yeah, great. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like really you're going to see behind their eyes like you this did not live up to your expectations yeah. and it might have been a great movie mm-hmm. but like you got to go in with realistic expectations. Here. Yeah, I mean I am This movie's not going to fill a hole in your life. I imagine it's still going to be like a big studio is not going to let her make this movie and uh if she's like and and here's my pitch it's going to be like a a movie like a couple of 40 year old guys who do a podcast would like to go see i don't know man like it's co-written by her partner noah yeah, bomback that's true and, that, and that's like, what his pitch is for every movie yeah. <laughs> um, but i would think that they'd be like okay right and eight-year-old girls right <laughs> Uh, and she's oh yeah 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 and eight year old girls they'll love to see it too. Yeah. I imagine it's still gonna primarily be directed at eight year old girls, but it's gonna have a lot of like adult jokes. Like there's a, there's a joke in the, the trailer about <laughs> there's a joke in the trailer about like we're gonna have a beach off. I'm gonna beach you off. Like you can't beach me off. I Not can really. beach myself off. Where it's like a kid, you know, it's gonna go over their head, but uh, an adult. Might choke from laughing. Yeah, so hard. I mean, I'm laughing because it sounds like yeah. beating off. What? Yeah, I'm sure that was like some punch up that somebody uh, pitched made into the trailer. Yeah. Uh, well, they want people to know, like, hey, you think this is just it's for be kids? Ribald. No, we're we're they're going to be talking about beating off in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna go see it. <laughs> Now you can go see it, forty-year-old podcasters. Yeah, maybe. Uh, have you seen uh, the the controversy that uh, some people are up in arms at the goose? Ryan Gosling is too old to be Ken. Oh man, a man can't take a role in a movie <laughs> uh-huh, without being criticized about his age. Exactly. Sick. Sick. Yeah. yeah. Let let. I mean, how old is the goose? Thirty-eight. <laughs> Uh, no, I think he's around our age. I think yeah. he's like 41, 42. Okay. How tall is he, Tom? I don't know. Yeah. I would guess six one. Okay. Would be my guess. I think he's five eleven. Okay. That's he, my he that's he my he guess. Might be. Um and I think also like people uh were excited about Margot Robbie because it's like, oh yeah, she looks like Barbie. But yeah, she, but she's a good actress. Like. And then there's that actress that also looks like Margot Robbie that's in the movie. Yeah, Emma Mackey. Yeah, and uh, it sounds, it seems like maybe she's playing uh, uh, Skipper, uh, right. Barbie's little sister, which would make sense mm-hmm. and would be great. Uh, I also read an article. Have you seen? You've seen the trailer for this movie. I have. I uh, not the beaching off part though. Oh wow! Well, you, you gotta watch the Red Band trailer. <laughs> um, so uh, I think it, it might even be like the opening gag in the trailer that uh, she uh, takes her shoes off and her, her, uh, her feet are, feet no are longer still, arched. Yeah. Uh, like she's wearing high heels because that's what Barbie dolls are like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read an article about uh, uh, apparently foot fetishists were selling out IMAX screenings uh, just to watch that trailer. Cool. And beach off to it. <laughs> Look. 
And uh, there's something for everyone in this movie. I think Greta Gerwig is uh, one of uh, the most exciting young talents out yeah. there. Um, and maybe this movie will be good. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a lot of hype. I'm yeah. always worried when there's a lot of hype. It's true. Because it doesn't mean the movie won't be good. Right. Just want everybody's but, expectations in check. Yeah. All right. You hear that, everybody? And it, it does seem like uh, it seems, which is good that the trailer is only really showing probably what happens in the first like twenty minutes of the mm-hmm. movie. Is it seems like the the plot is basically like Barbie lives in Barbie world or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she comes to the real world, and you know it's like Elf or whatever, or like a fish uh, out the of Brady water. Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, the Brady Bunch movie where people are like, "Hey, you can't do that," and she's like, "But." I have a dream house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's a joke. <laughs> that's good. Um, <laughs> um, between, between that joke and the beating <laughs> off run from earlier. But uh, I, I worry that the rest of the movie might be kind of boring. Yeah. That that people might be like, ah, I wish the whole movie took place in like that neon colored crazy no, no, world. You, don't. you um, think you do, but you don't. It also seems like Will Ferrell is playing the same role he did in the Lego movie yeah. in this movie where he's like I didn't a Mattel make it, executive. I didn't make it to the point in the Lego movie where he is a human. Yeah. It it happens. You find out he's like a He's a dad. Right? Yeah. He might even dad. be like a Lego executive or something. Yeah. I, I can't remember it exactly. I watched it on a plane, and it was just too much. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're easily overstimulated. I am, and especially up that high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Tim, if Barbie isn't your speed, maybe Oppenheimer will be. Christopher Nolan takes on his first true biopic. Hey, what do you think about these people that say biopic? I was just about to ask the same question. Sick, right? Yeah, I have a good friend that does it, though. What? Well, have you corrected them? No. I'm afraid. Because it's not, it's not, it's a biographical picture, a biopic. Yeah, but biopic sounds cool. No, it doesn't. It sounds like bionic, which is cool. Which is cool. Yeah, but I hear- Stuff that sounds like cool stuff is cool. No, because you hear somebody say biopic, and you're like, oh, what was that? And you leave the conversation you were in to go over, like, I think this guy's got bionic implant. I'd like to hear more about it. And then you find out he's just talking about Oppenheimer. Yeah. And you're like, "Ah, I'd like to talk about Oppenheimer too. It also sounds like biopsy, which is stressful. You know, like we don't want to, yeah. So it's a biopic. It's a biopic. Maybe I should start correcting my good friend. (laughs) Um, uh, His first true biopic, I guess they're not counting the Batman movies as biopics. Uh, With this look at the life of theoretical physicists, I think he, no, he was a physicist. It's not yeah. like it's not theoretical. I, uh J. Robert Oppenheimer, played by frequent Nolan collaborator uh Killian Murphy. Killian, Cillian, Killian. I thought it was Cillian. Chillian? Silly, silly Murphy. Silly uh Murphy. I'm glad that uh so uh Robert Oppenheimer is a weird yeah. Because they got a weird to play him. <laughs> they sure did. And his contributions to the creation of the first atomic bomb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Cillian Murphy. Let's just call him Murphy. <laughs> Murph. Murph. Uh, Murph's a weird guy because he's one of those guys. I mean, I think there's like a- Is he handsome? Do people think a, he's handsome? I was going to say, I think he's got the, the great 
the 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 mix of features you want in Hollywood, where some angles it's like, wow, that's a handsome guy, and then other angles like, that's a weird guy. Um, and then, you know, depending on the lens and the lighting, they can decide, like, do we want him to be handsome in this or like, uh, uh, distressing to look at? Well, then why didn't freaking Christopher Nolan, uh, cast him as Two-Face? You cast him as the Scarecrow. I know, but he should have made him Two-Face. Now nah, he wanted Because then soul- he wouldn't need makeup. He just changed the lighting a little bit. <laughs> uh, here he had, uh, old, uh, what's his name? Aaron... Eckert. Eckhart, yeah, as uh, Two Face. He promised him. Yeah. You know why? He, he doesn't break. He doesn't break a promise. Tom, his face got fucked up. <laughs> it it really did, Tim. It got fucked up to the point where, like, the whole movie, I'm thinking, like, yeah, I mean, this guy can't survive like this very long. Like, he can't be out here doing shit. He's gonna get an infection. Yeah. Like Batman, just let. Nature take its course, yeah. or just touch his face for a second. <laughs> I'll go home. <laughs> yeah, uh, he must have been shot up full of drugs or something. Because yeah. like in go the a little crazy town, in the cartoon and the comics and stuff, it's like his face is melted with acid. Mm. So it's like it's you know the, the uh, deformity has already happened and it's set. It's set, yeah. But this, it's like no, all the skin's gone. It's just muscle and bone, and it's like you can't, you can't be, or you can't be hanging That's around like guy. that. It's not a guy. Yeah, I've never seen a guy like that. <laughs> Me neither. Thank God. <sighs> I mean, thank God for that guy too. I wouldn't want anybody to go through that. Yeah. What do you mean, thank God for that guy? <laughs> the theoretical guy. <laughs> thank God he doesn't exist. <laughs> Two face. Yeah. That's the only reason you're glad Two-Face doesn't exist? No, if you were at a restaurant uh, and you saw a guy. <laughs> a Two-Face A Two-Face guy and half his face yeah, was just. he's eating soup and it's just falling yeah. out the side and of his face. I think you'd prefer like, I wish that didn't happen to that guy. Poor guy, right? Yeah. But I'd also. Not one to pity. You know, he probably doesn't right. want my pity, but. Yeah. Well, uh, he might. Flip a coin to decide uh, if he wants your pity or or, yeah. or if he's going to kill you that day. Oppenheimer, Tom, mm-hmm. looks boring, right? Uh, There's like, the, uh, they, I think, blew up real atomic bombs or something, or they want us to believe this. Yeah, I don't completely understand like, exactly. There's no special effects. All the bombs are real. But they're not giving it, they're not giving enough detail. To if they really just were like, yeah, we worked with the government, we blew up an atomic bomb. I feel like they would be shouting that we'd be seeing behind the scenes specials about it now and stuff. Right. Whereas the marketing is weird where it's like Christopher Nolan said he wanted to actually blow up an an atomic bomb. And we said, we'll figure out how to make it work. And like, that's where they leave it. Right. So. Not exactly sure what the deal is, but I'm excited to see it. Yeah, are you excited to see the film? Yeah, I mean, I've always i I like all of Christopher Nolan's movies. You like Tenet? Um, I didn't really understand what was happening in Tenet. Tenet is probably my least favorite Nolan yeah. movie, just because that one, and that's why I'm kind of excited to see this because I kind of feel like this is like playing it straight a little bit more, where it, it seems like there's black and white footage. Because uh, I was reading about they had to make a black and white IMAX film, which understandably had never been done before. Because, uh, you know, who who wants to shoot IMAX in black and white? But Christopher Nolan Christopher did. Nolan. 
It looks uh, it looks nice. Um, but I guess like the the real life stuff or the stuff that there's like uh, public accounting of or maybe even footage of, that's all in black and white, and the rest of the movies in color. Uh, wasn't that how Memento worked? Something like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So it sounds like that's as like wacky as it gets with uh, you know narrative devices. Memento, good. Yeah. Insomnia, good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta sleep. That's what that movie yeah, is. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's, but it's light out. Oh, oh my god, sleep. Oh, I'm closing the curtains. It's not enough. Uh, the Prestige. That's a great movie. movie. Good movie. Uh, the Batman's Batman uh-huh. Inception. Yeah, I love Inception. You know, did I tell you I watched uh, Inception on a drive-in a couple of years ago? No. Uh, you know what I thought at the end? What? This movie's stupid. <laughs> um, I, I, it was I, good. I liked it. I saw Inception twice in the theaters, and I, I forget if it was the first time or the second time. But I was falling asleep because it was like a that was like a long movie. It was a late show, and I fell asleep during the uh, like the end with like the snowmobiles oh, and yeah. stuff. And then I was just having like crazy dreams that I was in Inception, and then I'd wake up, I'd wow. be in the movie theater, the movie incepted you, and I thought the movie theater was a dream. Uh. That's the look. If you're gonna see Inception in the movie theater, <laughs> I recommend going very tired. Yeah, go to sleep during it. Not during the whole thing, just yeah. during just like during the that climax. endless freaking uh, yeah. thing where you don't really know what's going on, or like you know what's going on enough to be like, all right, I hope this part ends soon. <laughs> yeah. Um. I forgot about Dunkirk. Yeah, I I didn't understand the <laughs> <laughs> what was happening in that either. Yeah, because it was three stories or something. Oh it was yeah, like it followed like story, three different soldiers, but kinda. like on different time lines. Yeah, like one was come like it wasn't chronological. Yeah, like, so it was a little confusing because they yeah. were like jumping around. Yeah, I was just like, just show the movie. Yeah. Just show Harry Styles. I'm sure this is going to be the same thing. It's going to like jump around. No, I, I can take jumping around. That that's it. No, it sounds like you couldn't. No, there was like a uh, like there was a thing with time in it where he was trying to do something right. Where yeah, like, make it make it feel long. <laughs> it did feel really fucking long. It's also funny that. Uh, like he cast Harry Styles in that movie, and then uh, for like a couple of years, everybody's like, "Ah, oh, Harry Styles is a very good actor. He must be." Uh, Christopher Nolan put him in that movie, so they put him in some other movies, and then everybody's like, "Oh, no, he's yeah. not a good actor. We can't put him in movies yeah, anymore." So, uh, Christopher Nolan put him in a movie. He's in. The, he's on screen for like uh, thirty seconds. Yeah, he's like, "Oi, I'm Harry." Yeah. And then uh, Olivia Wilde was like, "Let me put him in my movie, and uh, let's not let's uh, let's also have kiss. sex yeah. with her. Let's leave my husband, not husband, partner, Jason Sudeikis. What's uh, been husband? Because he served her with papers, right? Yeah, well, they have kids together, but uh, I don't think they ever got married. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, we welcome found- to passing judgment cast." <laughs> <laughs> And then we found out about a uh, child out of wedlock. You say? <laughs> well, they they deserved everything that came to them. Uh, she made him that uh, salad dressing, the secret salad dressing. Right. Um, Tom, we're not we're not even through July. All right, Oppenheimer. It's gonna be great. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Didn't they already make this movie? Yeah, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um, 
Disney's latest film based on an amusement park ride is a horror comedy starring Rosario Dawson as a single mother who moves into a new home, only to be terrorized by unseen forces and invites a number of people to attempt to exercise it. I haven't I haven't heard a fucking thing about this aside from seeing it in Rotten Tomatoes. No trailer or anything. Tom, I gotta tell you something. What? Is or I gotta ask you something. Is Rosario Dawson mm-hmm. um or uh the official favorite actress of the complete guide to everything. Uh, she might be. She's up there. I, She's I cool. Remember her. the yeah. time we saw her in an Apple store yeah. in uh, Los Angeles yeah, with she, two big dogs, <laughs> huge dogs. Yeah. And she was like, "Whoa!" She couldn't control them. Yeah. And, and we were like, like "This Rosario Dawson." If you weren't Rosario Dawson, they'd tell you to get these fucking dogs out of the <laughs> Apple store. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, ha- haunted mansion. Tom, I also feel like. I'm not saying that this is uh, the case for this film, but you're like, I haven't heard about this. It's like, if something's not written on your comic book blogs, mm-hmm. how are you going to hear about it? Because you don't watch linear no, TV. No, I check out trailers. I, I try and watch a lot of trailers. Mm, I don't think you're I'm going to watch trailers. the trailer for this if it's out. Um, you know, I uh, what was it? I heard something recently where somebody was talking about... Uh, like their favorite rides at Disney World and uh they were like did you know they were serious like they made a Pirates of the Caribbean ride who said this a YouTuber you saying something like that yeah it's kids today uh, no respect for uh source material what is that smell on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride uh, I don't know if it's, it's great. It's like something about like the smoke that they use or something. Yeah, it, I think also like the chlorinated water. Yeah, the vibe, the feeling on that ride is just uh, it's unmatched. It's nice. I, yeah. I went on that in Paris uh, a few months oh. ago. Oh, yeah. Pirates all, the, the all, all the pirates were speaking French. What yeah. French pirates? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they well, they, they don't had, seem uh, so scary though, do they? The huh? Johnny Depp uh, pirate at the end singing "Yo Ho" and uh, singing it in French, and all the all the French people were giving him a standing ovation. <laughs> um, the, the French do the French love Johnny? Yeah, they love Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, just mm-hmm. like yeah, just, like he's kind of like a human Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, that new movie he's in is a French movie. Yeah, and he does all this like uh, cologne commercial or like yeah, he uh, does cologne the... commercials. <laughs> French people love cologne. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, he's he's a wino. Like they they <laughs> love shit like that. Like, oh, he he has a drinking problem and treats other people like shit. Welcome to Paris, Johnny Depp. Um, Right, he, has, he has like a home there too, at yeah. least one. Uh, we can do this, Tom. There's, yes. there's four more on the list, and okay. two of them seem real boring. All right, uh, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, opening August fourth. Mm-hmm. Thanks uh, to longtime fans Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, we're getting a new animated reboot of the Ninja Turtles. This time, focusing more on the teenage element of the original comics and utilizing a highly stylized animation format similar to the Oscar-winning Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I think it'll be fine, right? Yeah, I mean, it's got like a big cast, and uh, I, don't know, I feel like there's like a new Ninja Turtles, either live action or animated movie like every, every like three years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they have one of those deals where it's like if you don't make a movie, you lose the rights, so like, you got to keep doing it. Yeah, 
or like are the rights like non-exclusive where they're gonna be like <laughs> any 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 studio can just make an Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like Nickelodeon mm-hmm. had a Ninja Turtles animated series. Yeah, and like when you look up like the Nickelodeon of our youth, like yeah, Rugrats and yeah, yeah, Doug and Hey Dude and stuff, and you can't do that on television. If you look up at like the if you look up like the most successful or most popular Nickelodeon shows of all time, mm-hmm. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is number one. It's like that's not a Nickelodeon yeah. show, you idiots. <laughs> well, it, it was later. I mean, same thing like Nickelodeon started, you know, copying like the Disney Channel mm-hmm. after our time. So like people a little younger than us uh, have nostalgia for all these Nickelodeon shows that we've never even heard of. Yeah. Uh, and they and they, they should have stopped making kids stuff when we were no longer kids. <laughs> yeah, who's this? the new stuff's confusing. Who's this for? <sighs> I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean this new Ninja Turtles. It looks like you know basically like a reboot for kids today. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I don't know Jackie if Jackie Chan is a voice in it. I guess he's uh, Splinter. Oh, nice. I'm not sure if all the actors playing the ninja turtles are teenagers but they all like legitimately sound like teenagers which is a little weird like mm. they all kind of have like high-pitched voices mm, weird okay. but uh we'll see grand turismo august 11th don't be fooled this is no straight up video game adaptation instead it's based on the true story of a teenage gamer whose grand turismo skills won him the opportunity to be an actual race car driver that sounds neat yeah like a uh, race car movie. That almost happened to me. Nah, I didn't know. Did, did you even have Gran Turismo? No, not with not with a car racing game. <laughs> with that uh, that uh, game where you had to build the burgers. Oh yeah, you yeah. almost got a that job Commodore building 64 burgers. Sixty four game. Burger time. Yeah. 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 Wow. What well, if, if only? What could have been? Huh. Yeah. If you got that job making burgers, I applied. I think I applied at uh, McDonald's mm-hmm. and like didn't get and, a call. And, and put that on the resume. <laughs> uh, I've beaten five levels uh, of Burger Time. Uh, did you ever play Gran Turismo on PlayStation? No, the only thing I know about Gran Turismo is the Cardigans named uh, a record. Yeah, their, after their second or third album. Yeah, and like it was named for the video game because the, they played it on the tour bus a lot. Yeah. Right? But then the cardigans are cool. Cardigans are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then they uh, have a song in that album called uh, Favorite Game, which is a cool song. You would probably recognize it. It was like used in trailers and stuff yeah. in the 90s. But they use it in, I think, Gran Turismo 2 Whoa. as like the, the snake opening. eating its tail. Yeah. Well, just, you know, Gran Turismo and the cardigans shaking hands saying it, we respect each other. I would like. I hope the Cardigans have a cameo. Don't say, don't say things to me like, "Oh, you'd you'd recognize it." I know the Cardigans. Well, you don't know. I the told song you they were cool. Favorite game or my favorite game? You don't even know the name of it. I know it's. I mean, I've got it pretty close. It's one of those two. Uh, yeah, I'll go see that. It's got uh, Stranger Things in it. One of the the old guy from not old guy, but the the older guy from Stranger Things. Not one of the kids. I don't. Uh, oh, the the man. Yeah, the man from <laughs> yeah. Stranger Things is in it. Like the goofball. Yeah, yeah. The, the goofball, goofball in real guy. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his role on uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, he plays the man. He's got a cool apartment that I saw on the internet one time. Oh wow! Yeah, give a tour of it. I think though. he's uh, married or dating Lily Allen. Uh, or like has been for a long time. Hmm. Yeah. 
Strays, August 18th. Ready for dogs talking dirty? Oh, I love movies like this. Will Ferrell leads an all-star voice cast in this decidedly adult live-action animal adventure about a naive border terrier named Reggie who is abandoned by his deadbeat owner and decides to make the trek back home to exact his revenge with a gang of strays by his side. And there's like Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, uh, uh, I... How do you say this? Isla Fisher? Yeah, I I, so. Isla Fisher? Randall Park, Josh Gad, Will Forte, Harvey Guyen, and Sophia Vergara. 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 <laughs> uh, Vergara. Um, they should make movies like this illegal. <laughs> uh, 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 traditionally, you'd think a talking dog movie is for kids, but this is what? Not for kids? Yeah. I do re- the dogs say fuck? I remember seeing a sausage party in theaters. Yeah. The Seth Rogen anime. It, it was like one of the few movies I almost walked out of. And I like Seth Rogen. Yeah. But I was just like, this sucks. This is so. And that was full of like talented, funny people. Yeah. And it was just, just like, like those it, whole, those hot dogs look yeah. like dicks. That's the, what yeah. this movie is. That's what the joke is throughout the entire <laughs> movie. Uh, so I imagine this is, yeah, I don't know why they, they don't make these very uh, often. You wouldn't think a carton of milk jacks off, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Sure. Uh, but, well, they weren't, they weren't saying this is real. <laughs> Damn it. You just understood <laughs> the movie. Every movie's trying to make you believe that that reality is actually happening. It sounds like you're very... All right. You say the milk jacks off when the supermarket opens or closes. I'll believe it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't... It me that much. They don't make... I, I guess these are the kind of movies that they make just infrequently enough that somebody doesn't go, oh, hey... Uh, we should look at like the last time somebody made an adult animated movie. See how well that did. Yeah, I think it does well though. Does it? Maybe. Yeah, I think it does well enough. Cause, yeah, yeah. Probably a bunch of people take their kids to it, not realizing what it yeah. is. Oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> and the last one, uh, we, I don't even think uh, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, August eighteenth. Uh, Cobra Kai, Zolo, uh, Maraduna, Maradunya. I want to say it is. Uh, stars as I think the, that was offensive the way as the titular hero in this DC origin story about a recent college grad who comes into possession of an ancient alien relic that attaches to him and gives him powers beyond his wildest dreams. Okay. Uh, Tim, this was a movie that was supposed to be an HBO Max movie, oh. and uh, they made it around the same time they made that Batgirl movie. And uh, it was kind of like a insult to injury because the Batgirl movie they <laughs> threw out and this movie they uh, decided uh, was good enough to put in theaters. Wow. Uh, I look forward to uh, seeing it. You're not going to see it. What do you mean? You're not going to go see Blue Beetle? Uh, if it's got a Blue Beetle in it, if it's got an alien that attaches to a guy. Yeah. The guy from Cobra Kai, Tom. Yeah, well, not just any guy. Any, it's uh, the Jaime uh, Jaime Reyes version, not the uh, Ted Cord version. If that right. okay. changes anything for you, I've never heard of this uh, this superhero. It's gonna... a somewhat like obscure character, not super obscure. Like it, it's one of these characters that's like you know has fans, is popular with uh, with people, but uh, you know just has never had like a movie or anything. Right. Um, 
I think uh uh who's in it? There there are like some funny people in it. Uh it looks like it's it like a nice family superhero movie. Great. Bring your family. Uh I'm not gonna bring my family, Tim. They're all grown. <laughs> They're not gonna wanna go see this. Uh but I'll I wanna see it. Tom, we did it. We, we got did through it. the list. We got through all the Man, summer what, movies. What a fantastic summer it's going to be. Hooray for Hollywood indeed. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can check out our social media links there. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at you. Sorry, I was yawning. I'm very tired. And you can check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide, uh, where you get uh, books of podcasts uh, and uh, all the old episodes of books to podcasts. You name, you get a bonus episode of uh, Tim and Tom and Christine Solve Your Problems uh, that came out last week. You get all that stuff. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide. You can get uh, all that and more. Uh, Tim, what what movie are you most excited about this summer? I think we covered this. I think uh, Barbie. I think it's going to be uh, the well, best Tim, movie Tim, I don't want seen. you to get too excited, uh, too hyped about nah, it. No, uh, there's no way it, can, it can't uh, be. Then, uh, then, uh, after the movie, we groundbreaking have to, and mind-blowing. Uh, rip you away from the ladder leading up to the roof of nah, the movie you're going to have to theater. mop me up off the floor because it's going <laughs> to... What does that mean, Tim? <laughs> Yeah, be like the milk. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your most anticipated movie? I think the Flash. All right, yeah, we yeah. said we had this discussion last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then probably Oppenheimer, and then probably Barbie, and not uh, the Spider Verse. Huh? I am excited for Spider Verse. Cartoons are for kids. I know. I don't have tickets for it yet, though. Mm. Uh, That's telling. Yeah. Let's go see Oppenheimer together in IMAX. Okay, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure neither of our significant others are interested, so <laughs> yeah. they can go see the Barbie movie. Yeah, it's for girls. Yeah. Boy bring movie their and girl Barbies movie. and play along. That's what the movie's <laughs> for. <laughs> for. For girls of all ages to bring their Barbies to the theater and hold them up at the screen. <laughs> like, right. oh, my Let's... Barbie's talking to the Margot Robbie Barbie. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.